Welcome to Season 2 with Dr. Annette West. This show is coming to you from a holistic and faith-based view, sharing varied topics, occasional interviews, and discussions. The purpose of this show is to help us to build up our mind, our body, and our spirit. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Sax Love for allowing this show use of his jazz instrumental, Funk Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here today. I want to talk from the um, topic this week of seeking and founded God's plan for my life. Seeking and founded God's plan for my life. This is one of the topics that a listener sent in to me. They were asking, how do I know God's plan for my life? Let me start out by saying, God does have a predestined plan for each of our lives. But we first must accept him as our savior. That's the beginning of the process. Because you don't know what you need until it's time for you to start applying yourself to it. And so once we accept the Lord, then we we begin to learn more and more about him day by day, in and out. And so God does have a definitive plan for, for our lives. I really believe this. I believe it's reasonable to expect because God has an order and way of doing things in how he created the world, how he created everything that existed, how he created man and woman, that if he could fine tune a plan like that, surely he can fine tune a plan for our lives. God's word teaches us. And so we don't know what God's word teaches until we start getting into it. Now, some of you may be saying, well, I've been in church all my life, so I know what God's word says. You may know what you may know what has is written in the scripture. You may know the things that pastors and teachers have laid before you. But do you have a personal relationship with the Lord to know what his word says and be able to go to him and get clarity on his word? And so I believe that 
the plan that God has for us, we have to know that it's a personal plan, that it is unique to each individual person. There's no one else like you in the way God creates. He didn't create two of us. Even when twins are born, there's still something that sets the two apart, even though they say they're identical. It might be a mole. It might be one gene. It might be something, but something sets them still apart. But God has a purpose for us to feel in our life. And that purpose cannot be fulfilled by any other person. And I believe that God's plan is a, a perfect plan. In Romans uh, 12, one and two, it says, I beseech ye, Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I believe that as we daily seek the Lord and we present our bodies acceptable before him, and we do the things that are required, we are transforming ourselves from the way that we used to be, from the ways of the world, the thinking of the world, to the renewing of our mind in the things of Christ Jesus. And then he says, then you will be able to prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How will you know that? Because you will be feeding and nourishing on his truth. And this, this, this plan is not uh, complicated. It's based on our everyday living and our everyday service. It's based on what we do for the Lord. It's based on how we develop a relationship in the Lord. But we first have to ensure that we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. A good example in the Bible of someone who was sold out for the world was Saul. He was a persecutor of Christians. But on the road to Damascus, when the light shined upon him and the Lord spoke to him, he began a different walk. Maybe what you've needed and you've missed is that conversion experience. Now, don't think for a minute that um, God wasn't watching everything that Saul was doing. But there's a time and a season for all things. There, the purpose will come forward. We can do all the things wrong. But if we heed, if we listen, if we stop when the Lord says stop, that that moment where conviction comes upon us, at that moment where a shifting in the atmosphere comes upon us, at that moment, it may not be a quaking that, that shifts you, but it will be something that will shift you and draw you to thinking differently about how you're living. My experience, my Damascus Road experience was just how God shifted some things in my life in about a six month period. And I had a group of people, uh, we lived in Germany at the time, and I had a group of people, we hung out every weekend 
um, switching houses, going to the club, dancing. I'm just having a good time. In that time, I was still going to church. I was still teaching Bible study. I was teaching, doing all of these things that I had been taught that those were the way to do it. That's how you, that's how you did it when you were saved. But it wasn't until God started pulling back some layers. And within six months, every couple and family that we were close with was gone from the was gone from our environment. They were all moved to different places. And at the end of that point, that six months, it was time for my family to take a vacation. And we flew from Germany to Virginia. Nothing major happened in Virginia, but it was on the trip back. I flew back by myself because I didn't have as much leave as my husband. So he stayed back with the kids and with the family. I went back on the plane by myself to Germany. And while I was in the air, I had an experience with the Lord that told me in my quiet moment, you can't go back to the way you were. You've got to step into the purpose and the plan that I have for your life. Yeah, you're doing a lot of things. And I don't have a problem with any of those things you're doing. But you're not doing them in my will. You're not doing them in my might. And if you want to be the best that you can be, then you need to do it in me. And so my Damascus Road experience. Now, of course, it probably won't happen that way for you. But I'm just sharing my experience. I was on an airplane high in the sky above some clouds. And I felt like it was just me and Jesus on that plane. Although the, the plane was full. But God will grab a hold of us at any place, at any time. And we have to be willing to say, Lord, I receive you. I receive you fully. I don't just want to be saved, but I want to know what it takes to live a life. To be a true Christian to be a Christian, a follower of Christ, living the example of Christ. We're going to stop for one moment. Okay. So, you know, so once I realized that it was time for me to stop just being saved, but to begin to walk in accordance with the will and the things of the Lord, then I began to look at things totally different. I began to look at myself differently. I began to look at people and situations differently. And I wanted to seek to discover the plan that God had for me. Now, did he reveal everything to me at one time? No. It was in August of 1992 where I totally sold myself to Jesus. Where I totally turned myself into the to the will of Jesus. But it was still a process, but it was a process of which I was focused and committed in doing everything that I possibly could to be walking in the plan that God had predestined for me. So, no, he didn't show me everything at one time. But gradually, he's been showing me some things. But since 1992, I have been focused and I have been committed to doing the things 
that please the Lord and seeking him. Seeking his will. Completely submitting myself to him with a strong desire to obey him. I want the Lord to be pleased with me. That's a part of beginning to understand his plan. First, that I yield myself to the will of the Father and that I'm willing to commune with the Father, not communion once a month that some um, groupings do, but communed with the Lord every day. Going regularly into the secret place. So that the Lord, and being quiet many times, just to see if in this time the Lord is going to speak. And if he doesn't speak, I read his word and his word speaks. In, in, in seeking to discover the plan that the Lord has for me, I study, I search his scriptures, I dig deep. I don't just read it. Reading is good, but he says study. That means I've got to go deeper into looking at the historical context. No, I'm not a historian and I will never be a historian. I will leave that to other people, but I want to be able to know where the content is. I'm not walking around like an encyclopedia. That's not what I desire to do. Some people, it just comes naturally. I'm not that one, but I do want to know what it is I do want to know where it is so that when I begin to engage other people, I can be discipling them and showing them what I have learned in God's word, not just something from the top of my head. And so I seek to read and submit my life to the commands and the guidance of the word of God. I hear and I said, Lord, I'm going to obey. It happens not all at once. It happens one step at a time. Day by moment by moment, day by day, I am seeking the things of the Lord and I am finding what God's plan is for my life. It's unfolding day by day. It's increasing day by day. And sometimes I have so many things going on. I'm like, Lord, can you, can you help me pull all of this together? And I'm beginning to see how the Lord is speaking and I am listening and things are starting to pull together. And so I choose to have a daily walk with God. I'm truly interested in knowing what God's daily will is for my life. And in this process, what, what needs to happen is I've accepted the Lord. I've asked him about his plan. I'm getting into his word, but I have to choose to daily have a relationship with him because this walk of Christianity, it is not about a religion. There are so many groupings out there, so many different clans out there, so many different religions out there that we can get all messed up. But what we need to be focused on is a right relationship with the king. 
because religion did not save us. Christ saved us. And so we have to begin to cultivate a relationship with the Lord. We must seek to know him, not just knowing about him. So we have to spend time in his word. One of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. One of the first scriptures that um, my Bible study group, we, we uh, memorize. And it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct my path. So look, I paraphrase that a little bit. So what he's saying is, if I trust him, if I trust him, well, I trust him. I've accepted him and I am daily applying myself to his word. He said, but don't stop and lean on your own understanding. So, so if I decide I want to do something, I have to be willing to take it before the Lord and lay it there and know with my heart relationship, the direction that I should take. Because he said, in all of my ways, if I acknowledge him, he will direct my path. So I trust him that when I come to him and I lay it before him, I'm going to hear him for direction. And then I am the one that's going to make the choice as to what I'm going to do. I know people say, well, I'm only going to do what God says do. Yeah, but I'm still doing it because I choose to do it. Because he gave us a free will and he's not going to make us do anything. And so what I choose to do is I choose to surrender my will to God. I do come up with all kinds of plans, but I do ask the Lord. And sometimes I scrap some things because no, it's just not working. And right now I have so many things going on. I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting to cut back on some things. But God will reveal to us as we stay committed in his word. And think about this. If you slowful, if you don't move like you need to, why would God show you his plan? Why would God give you the answer that you so desire? When you're doing things amiss, when you're asking amiss, when your heart isn't right in alignment. We have to be willing to obey because 90, about 98% statistics says of his will is already shown if we carefully dig into his word. So his word, as we get into it, speaks to us. He will tell us, what to abstain from, and he will tell us those things that are acceptable. One moment. I want to um, kind of jump into um, a a basically our final thought for, um, for this week. And one of the things that we have to do is not be a lone ranger. You know, there are some people who feel like they can get it all on their own. We can't get it all on our own. First of all, God created us to, to desire connections with people. 
God created us for fellowship. So we must be willing to fellowship with people. Now, I'm not telling you that Sunday morning has to be your time for fellowship because you have to be led by the spirit and you have to decide with the moving of the spirit where you need to be. And so when we have, when we are developing a relationship with the Lord, our relationship with the Lord is Monday through Sunday. It's not Sunday in a building. You don't go into a building to find God. You have and develop that relationship within yourself. So that means wherever you go, the spirit is with you. And so a part of our need for fellowship is to be connected to people who that God has given insight to share with us to find like-minded people who want the same truth that we want. And so that means we have to find godly mentors and ask God to show us who he would direct us to. I have been, I have mentored so many people in the last 25 years. People that I'd never seen before who just came and connected with me. And I was able to speak the Lord's life to them. I was able to speak God's truth to them. That's what a mentor does. A mentor exemplifies the example of Christ in their life, which is basically discipleship. Disciples beget disciples. And so when someone comes to me, I'm going to guide them through God's truth and helping them to develop and build. And then they should be able to gradually become stronger where they are able to do the same for someone else. So we begin to become a composite of the people that we hang around with, the people that we gravitate to, the people that we converse with. And so if we surround ourselves with people who are far from God, then our hope of finding our plan and purpose greatly diminishes. Because Proverbs 11 and 14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So it's good to have more than one counselor because then you get a broader perspective. And if one person says one thing and somebody says something else, you are able to go to someone and say, hey, can you help me to make sense out of this? Yes, you went to the Lord. And then the Lord says, go talk to this person. And he will do that at times. We need godly counsel. You know, some people say you need to be in church uh, every single time the doors are open. No, you don't. You need to be with the Lord every day. Because if you have and are building a right relationship with the Lord, then you're going to be drawn to fellowship with other like-minded people. And fellowship can be any place where the spirit of the Lord dwells. He said where there is unity. And so I can come to this building on this corner 
and fellowship. And the next time I can go to another building and fellowship. And the next time I can go to a different building and fellowship. As long as they are all worshiping the one God, God in heaven, God, the father, God, the son, and the Holy spirit. Then we can usually find, we start with a common ground. We don't get caught up with maybe the mannerisms and way things are done. Because even in every household, everybody doesn't do things the same way, but it doesn't necessarily mean that what's being done is wrong. If it is being wrong, then we need to find a different household to go and fellowship in. And so we want to make sure that we recognize that God has a predestined plan for our lives, that it, that my plan does not look like your plan, that God has created us to fulfill a specific role in this world. There is no one else that can do what I do. There is no one else that can do what you do. That God has purposely created us um, for a specific grouping of people. And so we should never be upset because maybe this person doesn't receive or, or we're not invited here. or We're not invited there. We have to know that our voice is not for everyone. But if we heed the voice of the Lord, he will show us where to go. And in this process, we have to have complete and implicit trust in the Lord, just like <clears throat> Saul had to. When he became God's chosen instrument, he had to trust the Lord. He had to suffer some things. He was imprisoned. He was even stoned. Now, those type of things have never happened to me. Yeah, people have shunned me, talked about me. But listen, nothing has happened to me as it happened to Paul. Well, he eventually had his name changed to Paul. But we must remember that God's plan includes testings. We become stronger as we are tested. And no, we can't pick and choose our testings. <laughs> we can't pick and choose our testings. But we have to know that God's plan is for our life. It's not a it's not a one-time thing. You got the plan and that's it. No. We are daily walking in the plan. We are daily gaining more insight. We are daily striving forward for our eternal life. We have the whole world before us. We are Christians. We are saved by grace. We are committed to the things of the Lord or we should be. And daily we should be seeking the Lord in a personal relationship to find out how we should walk forward to daily become the person that he predestined and designed for us to be. So thanks for tuning in. Listen, seeking and found it. I sought it, I found it, and now I'm walking in it. God's plan for my life. Thanks again for tuning in. As we close, I want to thank you 
for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to this podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite platform, please do so today. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join my mailing list at Dr. Annette West Ministries at gmail.com. Also, purchase a copy of my newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on Amazon or at Dr. Annette West Ministries.org webpage. Keep tuning in every week. I guarantee you will be blessed.